is episode 180 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. Today, I've got two guests with me, Andrew and Pete, which if you're watching the video, they're already dancing around. You guys, Andrew and Pete are way over in the UK. So I'm first very grateful for them to end their very long workday, starting out with me. Of course, for my side, it's only 8 a.m. And you guys, it's like four or five over there. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. It's almost bedtime. Oh, my goodness. You guys, (laughs) if you don't know Andrew and Pete yet, you're going to want to go like cyberstalk them because they are not only international keynote speakers, authors, and YouTubers, which they keep it very, very exciting and funny. They're they're so funny. Um, But they're also multi-award winning fun business duo, and they help small businesses just like yours scale their business so they can stop swapping time for money. Doesn't that sound amazing? You guys, I first heard Andrew and Pete in the flesh as they keynoted social media marketing world. And I get to tell you, and I'm not just saying it because they're my guests, it was probably one of the most entertaining and aha moments that I had the entire conference. Their stage presence backed up with their knowledge and their simple humorous way to present it is going to be amazing. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear this podcast today. So without further ado, welcome Andrew and Pete. Whoop, whoop. Thank you so much for having us. No pressure after that intro. Like we need to bring it now. We need to be like funny and give aha moments. If you are not funny, Pete, then you are fired. Yeah. I'm going to blame it on you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so Everyone for listening. Listen. (laughs) So you guys are a duo. How did you guys get together and meet and start this duo? Because you don't see this often. No. So we met in prison. I mean, at university. We met. <laughs> we met. At, <laughs> we met at university on the very first day. We were just randomly put in the same halls of residence together, and we became friends. And we lived together for three years. And then when we came to graduate, it was like all of our other friends were going out and getting these corporate jobs which like university had positioned them to go get these corporate jobs but we ran the entrepreneur society when we were at university and like running our own business and entrepreneurship and marketing had always been like our top passion like we absolutely loved it and I think both of us were going to go and do the corporate thing weren't we after university until we kind of met each other and then we said I can't remember who said it first to the other one it was just like you know what like now is the perfect time. Like, if we actually want to set up in business, why don't we do it now? Like, we don't have any wives or mortgages or kids or pets to look after to feed. We just have to feed ourselves. Let's do it now. So I was moving to Newcastle, which is like the other side of the UK to where we currently were at um, Lancaster University to live with my girlfriend. And I just basically said to Pete, like, I'm going to Newcastle come with me, let's do this now. And Pete moved, we were 21 at the time, and we set up shop. Yeah, I took that brave decision to move there and and be the third wheel in their relationship. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was, we turned 30 next year. 
So that's almost like nine years ago now. Yeah. That's scary. That's incredible. You guys are so young. And I say that as a 37 year old to you. (laughs) 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 And I do want to talk about Atomic really quick before we kind of get into this 90-10 rule that we're going to talk about because I want people to understand the full gauntlet because I think many of my listeners have never heard of you guys before. And hopefully if they listen to me, we'll become raving fans because (laughs) it's just so entertaining and delightful to learn from you guys. So tell me about this group that you guys started. Yeah. So firstly, yeah, looking forward to diving into the 90-10 rule here on this podcast and helping everyone create better content and get way more traction with what they do by doing less. And that almost is extended in Atomic. So in Atomic, it's all about how to grow your business and how to scale your business. But it tackles a lot of the things a lot of people aren't talking about. So when people are trying to grow the business, they'll jump to the sexy side of things. You know, they'll jump into the marketing podcast. They want to learn how to uh, be, make be a funnel. Yeah, make a sales funnel, all this kind of stuff, do content marketing. And that's where we started helping people. Atomic is full of loads of that advice, which is all amazing, amazing advice. However, nobody was doing it. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're one of those people who kind of knows what they should be doing, they know they should be blogging. They know they should be like doing sales stuff. They know they should be doing business development. They know they need to like improve their website and their online presence, but yet they just don't have the time or the focus or the confidence maybe to put themselves out there. That's what Atomic helps them with because helping them with at that level first, helping them make decisions based on data and not just emotion, helping them get more time back in the business by being more focused, helping them concentrate on what's going to have the biggest impact. That is what's going to help you grow your business. And by focusing on that first, we aim to double your business in less than six months. And we have like a guarantee on our website But basically, if we don't help you make back your money, like we'll pay you back because we're so confident it works. I love that. So if you want to grow, if you want to scale, that's the place to go. AndrewandPete.com forward slash Atomic. I love that so much. I love that guarantee. And I can attest to just like, you know, after we did a presentation together online and hung back for 20 minutes and just talked, you guys are very powerful. And I've watched what you've done to... Kelly Noble Marabella, the now chatbot queen, and (laughs) how you've really helped her double down and focus on one thing. And I just have so much respect for you, but also fun talking with you all the time too, which you you don't get often. (laughs) Our heads Um, are not going to fit out the door if you keep this up. (laughs) (laughs) No, keep going. Maybe it's Eric in and, you know. (laughs) All right, you guys. So I want you to break it down, this 90-10 rule, because it's almost like this class act that you guys have got going on, but it's so fruitful. And what is the 90-10 rule? Okay, yeah. So this isn't going to be as rehearsed as maybe our full presentation. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll try and remember some jokes. And um, so basically the 90-10 rule, it stems from a little bit of frustration, okay? So we always used to preach that content marketing is one of the best ways to grow your business, but it's very saturated and it's very competitive to get attention. And why look at your blog when you could be looking at BuzzFeeds, right? Because it's way more entertaining. Why should I spend my time on yours? And so we were always spouting the importance of creating remarkable content. And remarkable content isn't just something that you do. Like you might be listening to this and if you can really admit to yourself that maybe you blog just because you've been told you should blog, but you don't really get it or it's not giving you any traction, 
One of the reasons is probably because it isn't remarkable content. It's not so amazing that someone has to literally share it. However, there's a big problem with this. Because if you want to create remarkable content, then you have to put a lot of effort into it to make it truly special, to make it shareable, to make it something worthwhile for people to actively hunt out. And what we found was no one was investing that time. And yet all the data in the world suggests that the more time you put in, the more you'll get out. And the people that go just that little bit extra are the ones that win by a thousand percent, by only just putting in an extra 10%. So we started to think about why. Why is this? And what we came to realize is everyone's listening to all these podcasts, right? And they're getting all these ideas. And they start trying to do all these things. And they, they start the blog, the podcast, the YouTube channel, the LinkedIn video, the Facebook groups, the, the Instagram, the, the Instagram the stories, the Twitter, like TikTok, Snapchat, like all the things, right? They're told to do all these things. But yet, if you try and do all the things, you're never going to be good at any one of those things. And this is a theme that runs throughout a lot of the things we talk about. And the 9010 rule basically suggests that rather than just trying to post something on all these platforms and getting nothing from it, instead, try to just do one thing remarkably well in one place. And that way, you'll see way more traction. And all of the case studies, like if you ever find someone that has had success, you'll find out that at the very beginning, they always just did one thing first. And they got massive success with it. Then later on, when they had more resources, they perhaps ventured out into doing other things. So that is the 90-10 rule. Spend 90% of your efforts doing one thing remarkably well and 10% faffing on, experimenting with anything you like. Americans don't understand the term faffing. We learned that the hard way. <laughs> that, that's true. It's, it's experimenting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you guys, how do you figure out that one thing if you're already covered under multiple things? Like, how do my listeners pick only one thing? Because I think a lot of people are afraid to do that because then they feel like they can't do anything else. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Okay. So there's lots of different ways that you can do this. So the first way to do it is look to see what's currently working for you. Okay. So if you're currently already rocking with all of these different platforms, like if you're creating content on your blog, on your Facebook, on your Pinterest, whatever it is, look at all of these platforms and look to try to find out what's working. Like, where are you posting firstly and getting like no traction? Like no one ever comments on those Facebook posts and I'm doing them because I feel like I should be doing them, but actually like no one's actually looking at it. Is this something I should really be keeping up? But more importantly, what is actually getting you customers, right? So when people join Atomic, one of the first questions we ask them is where did you first come across Andrew and Pete? And we looked at the data on that when we were doing everything. And we found like there was four main reasons. Like the first one was our YouTube channel. The second one was podcast interviews like this. The third one was referrals. I think the third one was. And the fourth one was speaking gigs, right? we thought, okay, if most people are coming from our YouTube channel, like why are we spending all that time trying to create like videos for Facebook when it's not even like getting us customers? Okay, yeah. so if you've got the data, then try to look at that. Try to work out what the data is telling you. If you don't have the data, it's a little bit trickier and there's a few ways that we can maybe go into if you don't have the data as well. Would you like us to do that? 
Of course, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so firstly, so you, you start posting content in different places, and what you're looking for are reactions. Okay, so even if you are just starting out, your content should get some kind of reaction, and not just reactions, but reaction spikes. Okay, so if you're posting a lot of content in different places, what is actually causing people to react amongst all the other things that you are doing? Because another kind of marketing phrase that really kind of grinds our gears is like content marketing is a long-term strategy, okay? And content marketing is a long-term strategy in that the longer that you do it, the more results you're going to get from it. However, like I think people use that as an excuse for it to not work for them in the early days. So they'll say, okay, this blog resulted in no business, but so-and-so said content marketing is a long-term strategy, so it's okay, and it shouldn't have got anything anyway, so I'm just going to keep on pumping out the same old stuff. Yeah. Constantly, constantly getting no reactions to it. And we say, like, if you can't get one person to say that was amazing or that was really useful or that was really cool, kind of we, like, book a coffee to see if I can give you my dog to walk, <laughs> then <laughs> you're doing something wrong and something should change yeah so you should always be evolving until you kind of get those reactions always be adapting and the other way to look at this when you find a reaction like lean into it more do more of that and start stopping all the other things that you're doing so it could be like a specific type of video that you do on facebook Mm -hmm. or a certain type of blog that always gets interest and whenever that is lean more into that stop doing other stuff Mm -hmm. the other way to look at it is to do what you enjoy more so the phrase for this is find the fun so essentially if you blog and blog and blog and you hate writing that's never going to work out for you like stop if you love video if you love being on video like do more video if you've got the confidence to do it like do live video do awesome video but awesome stories awesome stories like whatever it is lean into what you actually enjoy because the more you enjoy creating the content the more others are going to enjoy that content too and if you don't enjoy creating the content, then you get a problem because like no one else is enjoying it either, basically. I can tell you that, unfortunately. That's a hard pill to swallow, yeah. but yeah. it's true. 100%. So do more, do more of what you enjoy. Use the data. Find the reaction spikes. You just need to know that by focusing on one thing, you'll be able to get so much more traction. You're not necessarily just doing less. It's not like if you spend 10 hours on content a month, all of a sudden, you now just spend one hour on that blog. You still spend 10 hours, but it's just doing that one blog rather than all these other things. And it's not to say that you can't do anything else later on, mm-hmm. but just do one thing. And you know what? All these other platforms, just have a little signpost that goes, hey, go to my YouTube channel. That's where I do most of the stuff. Like, don't follow me on Twitter. Go to my Facebook page. <laughs> you know, like just redirect them. Like, that's where you create your best content. Ed Sheeran did that. Did you know that? Did he? Sheeran, I think he stopped his Twitter and said, I'm on Instagram, go find me there. <laughs> and if Ed Sheeran did it, then it's true. That is, <laughs> that is the rule. Everyone can do it. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is it's not be all the things and do all the things because we're supposed to do all the things. It is mm-hmm. find out where people are responding, find out what you like to do and lean into it and focus your time and energy there. It's do less of all the things, but spend all of your time 
at that one thing, right? Exactly, right? Because we can make a case. And I think we do all the things because we see lots of people have lots of different successes on all of these different platforms. But the key is it can all work if we do all these different platforms well. But we don't have time to do all of them well, right? So pick the ones that works. And sometimes, okay, there are cases where one platform just won't make sense. So if you are a dog walker, then maybe LinkedIn is not your place. Right. Unless you are a corporate dog walker, which could be a thing. It could be actually. really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> if you are a corporate dog walker, be the dog walker on LinkedIn. If you're not, like maybe we can discount LinkedIn. But like if you could rock a Facebook page, you could rock an Instagram account, you could rock a YouTube account, you could rock a Pinterest. Yeah. But you can't rock them all if you're trying to do them all. Yeah, no, you definitely can't. I can actually hear a lot of the listeners breathing a big sigh of relief that's saying, oh my gosh, thank God you're not telling me to do all the things on this podcast. (laughs) They're like, we really, who are these guys with this funny accent again? This is Andrew and Pete and you need to go follow them. You guys, we are closing out the end of our time here on this episode. I want to give the mic back to you guys. Any final thoughts or, you know, wrap ups? Yeah. So guys, listen, I hope you've enjoyed that. Please do reach out if you have any further questions mm-hmm. or if you want to connect, we'd love to hear from you. Just remember that the 90-10 rule is all about content, but you can use the 90-10 rule with everything that you do in your business and in life, I'm mm-hmm. going to say. I'm going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. You know, the more things you try and do in your business, the less successful they're going to be. So just try and do one thing remarkably well until you get it to that point where you are no longer doing it or you've achieved that goal and you can move on. I want to add something else as well, because it's funny. I have literally just hired a dog walker, like literally in the last few months. I've got a new Labrador puppy. He needs walked (laughs) and I'm at the office all day, right? So he gets picked up in the middle of the day. And I was looking at all the different dog walkers in my area and none of them were really kind of selling themselves to me. And you've probably talked about this on the podcast before. It's like our dogs are our babies. Yeah. And I was not sold on that dog walker until I met her in person and I looked her in the eye and I felt like I could trust her with my baby. But like you can do that with content. Like if you have time, a dog walker could have sold themselves to me before I had even met her, but they didn't because they didn't have any content. So if you are going to do one thing remarkably well, Make sure that thing is getting across you, getting across your personality, getting across that trust that you need to build with your potential clients. So they're sold before you're even sat down in that first meeting. Such great advice. And yes, we do talk about that a lot because I find a lot of people kind of sell the industry instead of selling themselves. And through using this 90-10 rule, you guys, you can absolutely double down on who you are. There's perfection in your imperfections, right? And I think a lot of us are scared to be a little bit vulnerable that way and mess up or flub up our words or have a spelling error or whatever it might be. That's authentic. That's what people will find endearing about you. And like you were just saying, feel like they're sold before they even meet you. You guys, this has been an awesome episode. Thank you so, so very much. What is your YouTube channel and how do we get to Atomic again? Awesome. So if you go to andrewandpete.com, that will take you to our website that has links to Atomic, that has links to our YouTube. If you search Andrew and Pete in anything, then you will find us. We are the only Andrew and Pete duo. (laughs) Search it in YouTube. Our channel will pop right up. (laughs) 
fantastic. You guys, it's been another episode of Bella in Your Business. I know you love this episode. So I would love for you to tag myself and Andrew and Pete wherever you heard this and let us know. If you're feeling really fancy, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to. And remember, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.